Good morning, good morning. Today is uh, March 31st, and we have 2 Samuel uh, 13 through 15 and Psalm 90. 90 uh, days into the year already. Okay, let's pray and we'll ask the Lord's blessing on this time. Heavenly Father, we just ask that you guide us right now, that you fill us with your spirit, give us your wisdom, your understanding, Lord. Just uh, reveal to us what uh, we need to hear, Lord, as we read your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, Second Samuel chapter 13. Now Absalom, David's son, had a beautiful sister whose name was Tamar. And after a time, Amnon, David's son, loved her. And Amnon was so tormented that he made himself ill because of his sister Tamar, for she was a virgin, and it seemed impossible to Amnon to do anything to her. But Amnon had a friend whose name was Jonadab, the son of Shimea, David's brother. And Jonadab was a very crafty man, and he said to him, O son of the king, why are you so haggard morning after morning? Will you not tell me? Amnon said to him, I love Tamar, my brother Absalom's sister. Jonadab said to him, Lie down on your bed and pretend to be ill, and when your father comes to see you, say to him, Let my sister Tamar come and give me bread to eat, and prepare the food in my sight, that I may see it and eat from her hand. And so Amnon lay down and pretended to be ill. And when the king came to see him, Amnon said to the king, Please let my sister Tamar come and make a couple of cakes in my sight, that I may eat from her hand. Then David sent home to Tamar, saying, Go to your brother Amnon's house and prepare food for him. So Tamar went to her brother Amnon's house, where he was lying down, and she took dough and kneaded it and made cakes in his sight and bread and baked the cakes. And she took the pan and emptied it out before him, but he refused to eat. And Amnon said, Send out everyone from me. So everyone went out from him. Then Amnon said to Tamar, Bring the food into the chamber that I may eat from your hand. And Tamar took the cakes that she had made and brought them into the chamber to Amnon, her brother. But when she brought them near him to eat, he took hold of her and said to her, Come, lie with me, my sister. And she answered him, No, my brother, do not violate me, for such a thing is not done in Israel. Do not do this outrageous thing. As for me, where could I carry my shame? And as for you, who would be... You would be as one of the outrageous fools in Israel. Now therefore, please speak to the king, for he will not withhold me from you. But he would not listen to her. And being stronger than she, he violated her and lay with her. Then Amnon hated her with a very great hatred, so that the hatred with which he hated her was greater than the love with which he had loved her. And Amnon said to her, Get up, go. But she said to him, No, my brother, for this is wrong in sending me away. For the, this wrong in sending me away is greater than the other that you did to me. But he would not listen to her. He called the young man and served him and said, Put this woman out of my presence and bolt the door after her. Now she was wearing a long robe with sleeves, for this were the virgin daughters of the king. This for thus were the virgin daughters of the king dressed. So his servant put her out and bolted the door after her and Tamar put ashes on her head and tore the long robe that she wore and she said and she laid her hand on her head and went away crying aloud as she went and her brother Absalom said to her has Amnon your brother been with you now hold your peace my sister he is your brother do not take this to heart 
So Tamar lived, a desolate woman, in her brother Absalom's home. When King David heard of all these things, he was very angry. But Absalom spoke to Amnon, neither good nor bad, for Absalom hated Amnon because he had violated his sister Tamar. After two full years, Absalom had sheep shearers at Baal Hazor, which is near Ephraim. And Absalom invited all the king's sons, and Absalom came to the king and said, Behold, your servant has sheep shearers. Please let the king and his servant go with you, your servant. But the king said to Absalom, No, my son, let us not all go, lest we be burdensome to you. He pressed him, but he would not go, go, but gave him his blessing. Then Absalom said, If not, please let my brother Amnon go with us. And the king said to him, Why should he go with you? But Absalom pressed him until he let Amnon and all the king's sons go with him. Then Absalom commanded his servants, Mark when, Anon's, mark when Amnon's heart is merry with wine. And when I say go, when I say to you, Strike Amnon, then kill him. Do not fear, I have not commanded you. Be courageous and be valiant. So the servants of Absalom did to Amnon as Absalom had commanded. Then all the king's sons arose, and each mounted his mule and fled. While they were on the way, news came to David. Absalom has struck down all the king's sons, and not one of them is left. Then the king arose and tore his garments and lay on the earth. And all his servants who were standing by tore their garments, but Jonadab, the son of Shimea, David's brother, said, Let not the Lord suppose that they have killed all the young men, the king's sons, for Amnon alone is dead. For by the command of Absalom, this has been determined from the day he violated his sister Tamar. Now therefore, let not my lord the king so take it to heart as to suppose that all the king's sons are dead, for Amnon alone is dead. But Absalom fled, and the young man who kept the watch lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, many people were coming from the road behind him by the side of the mountain. And Jonadab said to the king, Behold, the king's sons have come, as your servant said, so it has come about. And as soon as he had finished speaking, behold, the king's sons came and lifted up their voice and wept. And the king also and all his servants wept very bitterly. But Absalom fled and went to Talmai, the son of Amahud, king of Geshur, and David mourned for his son day after day. So Absalom fled and went to Geshur, and was there three years. And the spirit of the king longed to go out to Absalom, because he was, because he was comforted about Amnon, since he was dead. Chapter fourteen. Now Joab, the son of Zerah, Zeruiah, Zeruiah, knew the king's heart went out to Absalom. And Joab sent to Tekoa and brought from there a wise woman and said to her, Pretend to be a mourner and put on mourning garments. Do not anoint yourself with oil, but behave like a woman who has been mourned many days for the dead. Go to the king and speak thus to him. So Joab put the words in her mouth. When the woman of Tekoa came to the king, she fell on her face to the ground and paid homage and said, Save me, O king. And the king said to her, What is your trouble? She answered, Alas, I am a widow. My husband is dead, and your servant had two sons, and they quarreled with one another in the field. There was no one to separate them, and one struck the other and killed him, and now the whole clan has risen against your servant, and 
They say, Give up the man who struck his brother, that we may put him to death for the life of his brother whom he killed, and so they would not destroy the heir also. Thus they would quench my coal, if that is left, and leave it to my husband, neither name nor remnant on the face of the earth. Then the king said to the woman, Go to your house, and I will give orders concerning you. And the woman of Tekoa said to the king, On me be the guilt, my lord the king, and on my father's house let the king and his throne be guiltless. The king said, If anyone says anything to you, bring him to me, and he shall never touch you again. Then she said, Please let the king invoke the Lord as your God, that the avenger of blood kills no more, and my son not be destroyed. He said, As the Lord lives, not one hair of your son shall fall to the ground. Then the woman said, Please let your servant speak a word to my lord the king. He said, Speak. And the woman said, Why then have you planned such a thing against the people of God? For in giving this decision, the king convicts himself, inasmuch as the king does not bring his banished one home again. We must all die. We are like water spilled on the ground, which cannot be gathered up again. But God will not take away life, and he devises means so that the banished one will not remain an outcast. Now I have come to say this to my lord, the king, because the people have made me afraid, and your servant thought I will speak to the king. It may be that the king will perform the request of his servant, for the king will hear and deliver his servant from the hand of the man who would destroy me and my son together from the heritage of God. And your servant thought, The word of my lord the king will set me at rest, for the lord the king is like the angel of God to discern good and evil. The Lord your God be with you. Then the king answered the woman, Do not hide from me anything I ask you. And the woman said, Let the lord the king speak. The king said, is the hand of Joab with you in all this? The woman answered and said, As surely as you live, my lord the king, one cannot turn to the right hand or to the left from anything that my lord the king has said. It was your servant Joab who commanded me. It was he who put all these words in my mouth of your ser in the mouth of your servant. In order to change the course of things, your servant Joab did this. But my lord has wisdom, like the wisdom of the angel of God, who knows all things that are on the earth. Then the king said to Joab, Behold now, I grant this, go bring back the young man, Absalom. And Joab fell on his face to the ground and paid homage and blessed the king. And Joab said, Today your servant knows that I have found favor in your sight to my lord the king, in, the, in that the king has granted the request of his servant. So Joab rose and went to Geshur and brought Absalom to Jerusalem. And the king said, Let him dwell apart in his own house. He is not to come into my presence so Absalom lived apart in his own house and did not come into the king's presence. Now in all Israel there was no one such, so much to be praised for his handsome appearance as Absalom. From the sole of his foot to the crown of his head there was no blemish in him. And when he cut the hair of his head, for at the end of every year he used to cut it when it was heavy on him, he cut it, it, weigh, it weighed the hair of his, he weighed the hair of his head 200 shekels by the king's weight. There were born to Absalom three sons, one daughter whose name was Tamar. She was a beautiful woman. So Absalom lived two full years in Jerusalem without coming into the king's presence. Then Absalom sent for Joab and said to the king, But Joab would not come to him, and he sent to the second time, but Joab would not come. Then he said to his servants, See, Joab's field is next to mine, and he is all, and he 
as barley there. Go and set it on fire. So Absalom's servants set the field on fire. Then Joab arose and went to Absalom at his house and said to him, Why have your servants set my field on fire? Absalom answered Joab, Because I sent word to you, Come here, that I may send you to the king to ask, Why have I come from Geshur? It would be better for me to be, for me to be still there, be there still. Now therefore let me go into the presence of the king, and if there is guilt in me, let him put me to death. Then Joab went to the king and told him, and he summoned Absalom. So he came to the king and bowed himself on his face to the ground before the king, and the king kissed Absalom. Chapter 15 After this, Absalom got himself a chariot and horses and fifty men to run before him, and Absalom used to rise early and stand beside the way of the gate, and when any man had a dispute to come before the king for judgment, Absalom would call to him and say, From what city are you? And when he said, Your servant is of such and such a tribe in Israel, Absalom would say to him, See, your claims are good and right, but there is no man designated by the king to hear you. Then Absalom would say, Oh, that I were judge in the land, then every man with a dispute or cause might come to me, and I would give him justice. And whenever a man came near to pay homage to him, he would put out his hand and take hold of him and kiss him. Thus Absalom did to all of Israel who came to the king for judgment. So Absalom stole the hearts of the men of Israel. And at the end of four years, Absalom said to the king, Please let me go and pay my vow, which I have vowed to the Lord in Hebron. For your servant vowed a vow while living in Geshur and Aram, saying, If the Lord will indeed bring me back to Jerusalem, then I will offer worship to the Lord. The king said to him, Go in peace. So he arose and went to Hebron. But Absalom sent secret messengers throughout all the tribes of Israel, saying, As soon as you hear the sound of the trumpet, then say, Absalom is king at Hebron. When Ab with Absalom went two hundred men, with Absalom went two hundred men from Jerusalem who were invited guests, and they went in their innocence and knew nothing. And while Absalom was offering the sacrifices, he sent for Ahithophel, the Gileonite, David's counselor, from his city, Gilah. And the conspiracy grew strong, and the people with Absalom kept increasing. And a messenger came to David, saying, The hearts of the men of Israel have gone after Absalom. Then David said to all the servants who were with him at Jerusalem, Arise and let us flee, or else there will be no escape from, uh, for us from Absalom. Let's go quickly, lest he overtake us quickly and bring down ruin on us and strike the city with the edge of the sword. And the king's servants said to the king, Behold, your servants are ready to do whatever my lord the king decides. So the king went out and all his household after him. And the king left ten concubines to keep the house. And the king went out and all the people after him, and they halted at the last house. And all his servants passed by him, and all the Cherethites, and all the Pelethites, and all, and all the six hundred Gittites who had followed him from Gath passed on before the king. Then the king said to Ittai, the, Git, the Gittite, why do you also go with us? Go back and stay with the king, for you are a foreigner and also an exile from your home. You came only yesterday, and you shall today make you a wander about with us, since I, since I go to I know not where. Go back and take your brothers with you, and may the Lord show steadfast love and faithfulness to you. 
But Ittai answered the king, As the Lord lives, and as my lord the king lives, wherever my lord the king shall be, whether for death or for life, there also will your servant be. And David said to Ittai, Go then, pass on, go, Ittai, to the Gittite, pa- the Gittite, pass, so, Ittai, the Gittite, passed on with all his men, and all the little ones who were with him, and all the land wept aloud as the people passed by, and the king crossed the brook Kidron, and all the people passed on towards the wilderness. And Abathar came up, and behold, Zadok came also with the Levites, sparing the ark of the covenant of God, and they set down the ark of God until the people all had passed out of the city. Then the king said to Zadok, Carry the ark of God back into the city. If I find favor in the eyes of the Lord, he will bring me back and let me see both it and its dwell- his dwelling place. But if he says, I have no pleasure in you, behold, here I am. Let him do to me what seems good to him. The king also said to Zadok the priest, Are you not a seer? Go back to, into the city in peace with your two sons, Ahimaz, your son, and Jonathan, the son of Abathar. See, I will wait at the fords of the wilderness until word comes from you to inform me. So Zadok and Abathar carried the ark of the God back to Jerusalem, and they remained there. But David went up on the ascent of the Mount of Olives, weeping as he went barefoot and with his head covered. And all the people who were with him covered their heads, and they went up weeping as they went. And as w- and it was told David, Ahithophel is among the conspirator- conspirators with Absalom. And David said, O oh Lord, please turn the counsel of Ahithophel into foolishness. While David was coming to the summit where God had, where God was worshipped, Behold, Hushai the archite came to meet him with his coat torn and dirt on his head. David said to him, If you go on with me, you will be a burden to me. But if you return to the city and say to Absalom, I will be your servant, O king, as I have been your father's servant in times past, so now I will be your servant. Then you will defeat for me the counsel of Ahithophel. Are not Zadok and Abathar the priests with you there? So whatever you hear from the king's house, tell it to Zadok and Abathar the priests. Behold, their two sons are are with them there, Ahimaz, Zadok's son, and Jonathan, Abathar's son. And by them you shall send to me everything you hear. So Hushai, David's friend, came into the city just as Absalom was entering Jerusalem. All right, Psalm 90 it's titled from everlasting to everlasting it's a prayer of moses the man of god lord you have been our dwelling place in all generations before the mountains were brought forth or ever you had formed the earth and the world from everlasting to everlasting you are god you return man to dust and say return o children of man for a thousand years in your sight are but as yesterday when it is past, or as a watch in the night. You swept them away as with a flood, like they are a dream, like grass that is renewed in the morning. In the morning it flourished and is renewed, in the evening it fades and withers. For we are brought to an end by your anger, by your wrath we are dismayed. You have set our iniquities before you, our secret sins in the light of your presence. For all our days pass away under your wrath. We bring our years to an end like a sigh. The years of our life are seventy, or even by reason of strength, eighty. Yet their span is but toil and trouble. 
They are soon gone, and we fly away. Who considers the power of your anger and your wrath according to the fear of you? So teach us to number our days, that we may get a heart of wisdom. Return, O Lord, how long? Have pity on your servants. Satisfy us in the morning with your steadfast love, that we may rejoice and be glad in all our days. Make us glad as for many days as you have afflicted us, and for as many years as we have seen evil. Let your work be shown to your servants and your glorious power to their children. Let the favor of the Lord our God be upon us and establish the work of our hands upon us. Yes, establish the work of our hands. Oh, Heavenly Father, we thank you and we just praise you. And we just ask this as, as Moses, the psalmist here says, establish the work of our hands, Lord. And Lord, we just ask for your favor to be upon us. And the work of our hands are your work then establish it, Lord. And the work of our, if it's our work, if it's our own uh, desires and efforts of the flesh, Lord, please don't establish those. And Father, we just see uh, this David uh, just suffering the effects of, of sin and uh, and how it's affected him. And his sons and the one raping the sister and then the other brother killing him and uh, having, in, having, having it in for David, Lord. And just terrible, Lord. And we just ask for forgiveness, Lord, that you would forgive us. We know you do when we ask, Lord. And then help us to forgive in the way you forgive, Lord completely, wholeheartedly. Lord, we thank you for providing for us. We ask that you continue to provide for us, Lord, and uh, be our provision, Lord. You are so uh, generous with how you provide for us. And Lord, uh, we ask that your will would be accomplished on this earth, Lord, that you would draw people to yourself, that none would perish, that all would come to repentance. And Lord, those of us that are in your kingdom already, Lord, that you would just grow us and shape us and mold us into the people that you want us to be. Lord, give us your strength, your power, your grace to walk with you, Lord, uh, to stand with you, to just be in step with you, in tune with you, and how you lead and guide us each and every day, Lord. Father, we just ask that you be with those that are suffering. Uh, Lord, I think of Amy that was out uh, last night just from uh, just illness and side effects and medications, Lord. And uh, Father, we just ask that you give uh, just uh, wisdom and insight to the doctor uh, and uh, dealing with this issue, Lord. And we just ask for healing for the original uh, problem, Lord. We just ask for your healing, your hand, Lord, that, uh, that um, she could put away the medications, Lord, and the side effects, Father, but we just need your hand, your, your healing, Lord. And just, Lord, uh, for those uh, others, uh, Trish, thank you that Trish is uh, back home, and 
We just lift her up to you, Lord. We just give ask that you give her. Uh, thank you that healing that infection in her and continue to give her. Uh, give her this uh, a will, a uh, uh, desire to uh, to get out of that bed, Lord, and to just uh, to work with the uh, the real re rehabilitation folks that come out, Lord, just to help her uh, strengthen her, her body enough to, to sit up, Lord, to get out of bed. and to... So, Father, we just lift her up to you and uh, just Mark's desire to, to be able to uh, get out of the house with his wife and bring her to church. And uh, So, Lord, we just lift them up to you. And, uh, Lord, it's also Lynn and Pam and the situation there. We just... Lynn, strength, endurance, Lord, and Monica, and the other sons, and the friends, and the granddaughters, and Mackenzie, and Jordan, Lord, we just lift them all up to you, and we just ask that you would remove this delusion from Pam, Lord, that she would see the truth. Uh, she is suffering herself and causing anguish in so many others over this uh, a lie, Lord, uh, uh, a delusion, and Lord, we just ask that you would give her uh, the truth, Lord, that she would see it, even though we know she's a f being afflicted from this condition, Lord. And, uh, but we just ask that you would just re rewire things, whatever it is, Lord, that you would send that truth into her mind. And, Lord, we know you do it for, for times, for moments, and uh, Lord, we just ask that that would be uh, more often than not, the good moments, and just lift her up to you. Lord, we lift up Al to you, just still uh, healing from the surgery, Lord, and we just ask that you would just uh, help his body to heal quickly and rapidly and completely, help him to follow the doctor's guidelines, help the... Uh, and just, Lord, just relieve that pain, uh, Lord, and every day until it's completely gone, Lord. And so we just lift him up to you. We ask for your healing hand there, Lord. And, uh, Father, we just thank you for being our God, for loving us so much. Be with us today. Watch over us. Help us to reflect you to the world around us, Lord. And just uh, just think of our marriages, Lord, and uh, in the fellowship, we just ask for healing and forgiveness and just reconciliation between husbands and wives, Lord, and uh, families, and it's just always, uh, uh, always something the enemy wants to attack, Lord, and so just help us to be strong with our uh, our spouses, and uh, just we just ask for your spirit and your strength in that, Lord. Be with us today. Watch over us, Lord. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. All right, guys, have a great day.